Shalom. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top. What up, what up, man, the real coach JB here, man, uh, sharing my screen here on YouTube for another Slapdick podcast, coachjbstore.com, grab you some Slapdick whiskey. A uh, little secret, little secret. I'm in the, uh, Adam, uh, my whiskey should be in Tennessee here anytime shortly, soon, in the liquor stores. We're waiting on the state to approve the license, which is always a process in every state. So, that's how it works. Talking to YouTube live here on the Slapdick Podcast. Um, CoachJBStore.com, get you whiskey, some merch, uh, whatever you want. Posters. Get you whatever. So check it out. Um, see what happens. A lot of shit to discuss. Title of this show today on the Slap Dick Podcast is called Good Old Boys. All right. Good old boys. And uh, I'm going to discuss as to uh, why I call this show Good Old Boys. There's a lot of lot to order, a uh, lot to discuss. Um. You know, we'll see, man. A lot of a lot of shit happened since Monday's last podcast. Obviously, the big news with John Gruden getting fired at the Raiders or resigning, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's funny when I resigned, everybody says I was fired. John Gruden gets fired; he resigned. <laughs> it's uh, it's okay for some. Not for others. Perception's reality, boy. I tell you, it's funny how shit is perceived and how people are perceived. <sighs> Lots to dive into, man. Quote of the day, man. I'm get you guys going this fine Wednesday. Hump day, hard work boot Wednesday. We used to call it at the, at the coach's office. Work boot Wednesday. That's what the title of this Slapdick podcast should be on every Wednesday. Work boot Wednesday. Real recognizes real. You guys know I always say it. Real recognizes real. Fakes flock together. That's the quote. Real recognizes real. Fakes flock together, man. That's just what it is. That's true. And that's how it really, really works in the world, in the real world. And uh, it's funny, man. Spots on a cheetah don't ever change. They don't ever change. People need to stop. Realize, start realizing that that the cha- the cheetah spots don't ever change. They don't ever change, and people continue to accept apologies as someone because someone said something. They say apologize out of their mouth. I'm sorry out of their mouth, and you guys all buy it. Everyone buys that. <laughs> but really, in true reality, in the real world, when it's behind the media's curtain and it's at home on the front line with your family, friends, and partners, and homies, and everybody, you are what you do on a daily basis. 
on an hourly basis, on a minute basis, minute to minute basis. You are what you do, not what you say you do. I keep saying this. People who apologize are liars, thieves, and cheats. Period. Coach JB don't apologize. Why don't he ever apologize? I don't I don't want why am I gonna apologize for? <laughs> what do I apologize for? What do I need to apologize for? I tell you all the time, apologizing should happen at the drop of a dime. It should happen right now. I apologize for calling somebody in my show a fuck stick. And I found out later they were a slap dick. I should apologize right on the spot for making that mistake. When people start doing it weeks and months later, um, it becomes who you are and not what you say you are. That's who you are. People apologize all the time and everyone accepts it on Twitter. No, that's who we are. That's who this motherfucker is. How many times does he apologize? Oh, uh, like nine times. This motherfucker's apologized to you nine times and you keep thinking that's who he is. He's just making mistake after mistake after mistake. <laughs> Holy shit. Then you got to be a fucking idiot because, you know. What's the old saying? Like, fuck me once, but fuck me twice. That's on me. Like, I got to stop, stop believing your ass at one point. Bailey's being a slap dick. So, please hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of my YouTube channel. All you guys listening, CoachJBStore.com, get you some whiskey, any type of merch you want. Um, here on this Work Boot Wednesday, Hump Day, October 13th. Um, lots to discuss. Good old boys, title of the show. You know, S Stephen A. Smith today is going in on uh, him and Jay Williams go in on it about uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, they're talking shit to each other. They get all loud and shit. Stephen A gets hot when anyone fucking like fronts them or, or confronts them or calls them out or anything like that. I think Jay Williams is a fucking clown too. He's a condom that's broke. Um, motherfucker wears a fucking turtleneck every day. Like he looks like a fucking idiot. But anyway, he's another fake fuck on there. They're all fake fucks. We all realize that, right? And fake flock together. Fakes flock together. Well, this motherfuckers today, they're arguing about Kyrie and, 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 uh, you know, the Nets basically told him to get fucked. If you're not able to participate 100%, then you need to go get fucked. I don't know why it took them so long. They 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 let him fuck them last year, missing games, going to parties, fucking he's out there gigging at a dance on a dance floor, but he's supposedly sick and it's like fuck dog. This motherfucker is is unbelievable to me. Like the whole J, let me just, I'm bouncing around here before I get going. The John Gruden thing, 
everyone knows by now, you know, national news. He's fucking left the Raiders organization for a series of emails that apparently happened 7 to 10, 11 years ago. Okay. There's 650,000 emails floating around, but somebody got a hold of one and submitted it and wanted to go after this person. It sounds really familiar to me, honestly, because I think I've been in that situation literally to a T. So, um, it's kind of comical. I've seen this type of thing happen. Now, I have a good friend that played for John Gruden, um, and he speaks highly of him, okay? So, he likes John. So, there's then you got the Keyshawn Johnsons of the world who says basically, fuck John Gruden, even though I won a Super Bowl with him. I don't have anything to say to him. He's a horrible human being. Um, so you have two things. You have two people, different people talking about him that I know. And you have the world like Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy, who says they believe him. And then you see the emails that he's calling Smith a big-lipped bastard and all this old shit. So they call him racist. So, look, I, you know, he's a Midwest cat. I know his dad was started coaching um, Back at SEMO, I believe, way back in the day. I think he went to New Mexico State when he was a young GA, I think. And so I don't know his family. I know a good one of my mentors actually coached with Gruden um, back in the day. So all I know is some stories from them. But I can't pinpoint and say he's racist. I have no idea. Okay, so I'm never going to put my foot in my mouth like a lot of motherfuckers do. And... Um, everybody can see me on YouTube, right? All you guys see me? Making sure. Um, someone said they couldn't see me on YouTube. I'm not visible, so I didn't know if I am or not. Um, a real recognize real fakes flock together. That's the bottom line, right? We got these issues going on that we don't know who John Gruden really is. So why? Can you make an assumption of a dude that you don't know? I get that every day. I get judged every single fucking day by people that do not know me who judge me off of a show. And basically 16 hours of my life when I was filmed for 3,200 hours. So think about John Gruden. You see him on Hard Knocks. You see him on all these things. And you start making assumptions of him. Most of America like John Gruden until this so-called email thing comes out and uh, he comes out and basically now, you know, he's either racist, homophobic, stasinistic, whatever you want to call him, right? See, back in the day when before social media, before all these things, there wouldn't have been nothing of, of this. Now, is it good or is it bad? See, the good old boys is what the title of this show is. The good old boys used to basically kick everything under the rug and hide each other's dirty laundry. 
They always have done that. That's just how, that's how good old boy networks work. And it's funny that um, the good old boys, man, you know, will always cover for one another. But when their own, when one of their own gets caught, um, they'll turn on their motherfucking ass and put him on his own in a New York minute. So <laughs> John Gruden now has been alienated by the good old boys and now he's out there on his own. And it's funny, it's ironic, because if you think about it back in the day, if you guys don't remember, but remember Belco and the whole A-Rod and people fucking forget. America forgives and forgets. I'll give them that, right? We, we do forgive and forget. We do forgive and forget, but... At the same time, these cats that were basically committing criminal acts are now on major news channels talking about the sports they once fucked over. And nobody says shit about A-Rod no more. Nobody talks about A-Rod no more. But he's on these fucking shows, right? He's on the fucking pregame shows. He's on the postgame shows. He's doing all these shows. You got all those Balco fucks that did all that shit. Everything was swept under the rug. All those motherfuckers got jobs again. Does John Gruden have a job again in five years? Is he back on ESPN? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. ESPN ain't going to take that heat no more. They're going to take, now they got to deal with the woman rights activists. You're going to deal with the, the LBGQ, TQ, or whatever the fuck. Those, that community, you're going to have to deal with them. You're going to have to deal with all the cancel culture fucking community. You're going to have to deal with all these people. Will ESPN take that? I don't know. So, that being said, you know, I don't know what Gruden's going to do. I, I have no idea. I just want the good old boy network to understand that we know, the real recognizes real knows that you guys only help those who make you money. Once they are no longer useful to you, you shit on them. And it becomes old news because this is a piece of meat in a meat market. They are a piece of meat in a meat market. Coaches are, players are. It's a white-owned league played by a black population. When is that going to ever understand when are people going to understand this? And once the black population is no longer needed by the white owned fucking group of these white blue hairs, they're thrown to the wayside. Well, John Gruden's starting to see right now white privilege don't fucking count in the NFL, dog, because you're one of them now. You got fucked by your good old boy crew. And they shit it on you, and you're out putting the lifeline out, and now you don't have anywhere to go. 
I would, I, I guarantee you there's 600,000 emails. This whole fucking thing can implode. You're seeing Adam Schefter in there changing narratives around. You're getting inside scoops on trades. If you haven't seen the news, you're seeing all this shit. All that I asked the good old boys to understand is that you guys look horrible. And for all your followings, the cancel culture of the world and all these different people, you sure do pick and choose who you like to attack and who you don't. I hate the women bashers. All right. I hate motherfuckers that hit women. I hate domestic violators. I hate pedophilia. I hate fucking rapers, rapists. I hate all these fucks to me. They're all bottom feeding fucks that to me should be in the same boat. John Gruden, whether that's who he was, not what he says he was. If these are emails over years that he's racist, homophobic, et cetera, et cetera, it is what it is, right? I, I, I don't know. To me, it's like, I also kind of, it's kind of a shitty deal because you don't know if a dude's changed, if he's a fuck up always, or has he always been, you know, the team seemed to be playing for him pretty hard. I don't know. You know, after they found out, I think it took a shit. But at the same time, has he changed from those seven, eight years ago to now? Are those emails still relevant? Are they fucking active? Is he still saying the same things? We don't really know. We will never know, right? What we do know is, though, that we pick and choose who we attack. Take it from me. I'm a fucking prime example. But when we have people like Kareem Hunt, A.B., Antonio Brown, fucking one of his own players, by the way, Incognito, the center. <laughs> if you don't know his story, pull him up. He's still employed. You know, Warren Sapp. I don't know if you remember that motherfucker, what he did. You have a lot of motherfuckers out here that have violated women, younger people, fucking committed heinous crimes. And, I mean, some people say Ray Lewis killed a motherfucker. Now, I don't put him in that boat because he was not convicted. See, that's the difference. People all want to throw these names out. Well, Ray Lewis wasn't convicted, motherfucker, so you can't put him in the boat. Kobe Bryant, well, he wasn't convicted, motherfucker. He beat the fucking case. So shut the fuck up. You, we're talking about what was literally caught on camera. Kareem Hunt hitting a girl. Ray Rice hitting his fiance as hard as the motherfucker could in the face. And still got a job. Still was employed by the good old boy network. AB has done how many fucking shitbird acts. And it continues to get employed. And now he has a good old boy. Just so we're clear. Tom Brady is in the good old boy system. I just want to make sure all you guys understand this. Kobe didn't pay no broad off, dog. You don't even know. I, I was at actually got some real, real inside stories on that shit. I have a really good longtime lifelong friend that worked in the Lakers organization during this whole process. 
he's a great friend of mine still still around named Keith. Um, so <laughs> trust me, that girl that claimed rape by Kobe Bryant, just FYI, some inside source shit. She was at a party in Vegas two days later where Shaq was, Kevin Garnett was, all these motherfuckers. So, please, come on, dog. You got to open your eyes. There's more to it. I think Kobe fucked her in the ass, and she got fucking mad. That's what the real story is. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Um, Real recognizes real. Fakes flock together. A.B. has had how many fucking new job opportunities and continue to fuck them off, but then he gets under a good old boy network guy, Tom Brady. Let's make sure we're clear. Tom Brady's inside the good old boy network. Tom Brady is in the good old boy network and has endorsed A.B., and now A.B. seems to be on the quiet tip. Nobody says nothing. Just a year ago, though, why he was on the fucking Bucks. He still had drama, just so we're clear. You guys do know this, right? He still had drama going on. And that was a paid-off situation, if you want to talk about paid-off situations. Kareem Hunt gets job after job. Tyreek Hill. Let's make sure uh, Tyreek Hill. Now, just to stop real quick I'm on this Tyreek Hill deal. What is the deal, Gabe? Gabe Gotti's here on YouTube with me on the Slapdick Podcast. What is the deal with the red flag thing today? What's the deal with the red flags? I don't understand uh, what's going on with the red flags on social media. Is that some new fucking trend thing? Is that a new fucking challenge and shit or some bullshit? I have no fucking idea. Just so I want to go back to this whole good old boy network thing. See, Ray Lewis was not convicted, okay? How? Well, this is a, it's a lot of fucking bullshit, red tape, red flags, whatever you want to say, right? OJ Simpson was not convicted, right? And basically the world's like, oh, well, he's... If you ask nine out of ten people... They will tell you O.J. Simpson killed his wife. But if you ask me, I'm going to say, well, he beat the case. See, that's what the bottom line is. People live in a fucking false reality. They don't really live in, in reality. You can have all the fucking thoughts and all the ideologies and all of your opinions all you want. But you... Don't look at the truth. The truth is he beat the case. Regardless of what you think or what you fucking feel, he beat the case. He is not a murderer on record. He got off. (laughs) Facts are the facts of life. We have to live by them. Too bad there's a lot of false accusations and people go to jail for fucking wrongful imprisonment all the time right especially fucking brothers and sisters all over the world hispanic population you know you see all the time how many false imprisonments are there that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis goes both ways then you get the cats that might may have done it who knows but they get off my point is though you cannot tell me that the Buffalo Bills organization at Orchard Park Arena Stadium 
doesn't have a this uh, cloud over them about O.J. Simpson and that he still represents that organization. You do realize he's still in the ring of fame there and he still has a fucking trophy or a uh, statue there, just so we're clear. They never took it away. They never removed it because of an accusation or a court case that he went through or whatever. Tiger Woods hits his girl and does all these other fucking things. Weiger Woods, I like to call him. He loses endorsements basically a couple days after the fact that the video came out and all this old shit, right? Cheating on her. Got the video, the voicemail, all this different shit. OJ still has a tro- uh, a statue at, at Buffalo. Gruden's Super Bowl victory ring of fame, ring of honor that he got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their first one, they removed him from it. For basically shit that happened seven years ago or what have you. Is that what they're saying? Now, they must have recent emails, in my opinion. They must have some recent emails or I I don't believe they would. uh, I don't believe they would have did it this fast unless they know there's some more shit out there. But like statute of limitations, seven years. (laughs) The good old boys shitted on Gruden, dog. They shitted on him. Now, is Gruden who he is? I don't know. I don't know him. I can't make those assumptions. I haven't seen the emails. I don't know who's seen the emails. I haven't, so I'm not going to judge him. I've always liked Chucky, the, the, the action figure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he is to me. He's an action figure. I don't believe he's a great head coach. I think he inherited a program that had dudes. I think he brought in that, that fucking Chucky face. And I think the team liked his energy, and they went out and won a Super Bowl. They beat a Raider team that he was formerly at. He knew the ins and outs of. And they dominated a Raiders team who I thought was very old. Rich Gannon, Jerry Rice, fucking they're on their way out. And he got a Super Bowl. Then he only went to the playoffs, I think, two more times in six years. Rich McKay, the GM at the time, even the year after they won the Super Bowl, bounced and and apparently wanted to get away from Gruden. So there's a stories upon stories upon stories out there in the good old boy network. Okay. But the truth of the matter is, regardless of all the fucking assumptions and accusations and what we assume that happened. The truth is, Ray Rice, Antonio Brown, Warren Sapp, Tyreek Hill, fucking uh, Incognito, fucking I don't know how many others are on film hitting a female. And you continue to not only endorse this shitbird, you employ this shitbird. Because he fills your arenas and makes you money. But once they deteriorate and they go away, you say bye-bye. And then you blackball them. When the players and the coaches and everyone understands they're a piece of meat in a meat market. And it goes down to college when you're the recruit. 
high school recruit getting recruited. You're a piece of meat in a meat market. Once you give them what you have to offer, they no longer need you and you're like a piece of meat. You only find real ones here and there. They're really, really, really far and few between. They're really hard to find a real coach, a genuine dude that really looks after the well-being of you. Fuck your playing career. Fuck your life after football uh, career, your business. They care about the life after football human. They care about the life during football human. They care about the person having to walk home from your school in the inner city and making it home every night, or they're giving you a ride every night, like fucking my ass would do to certain kids. They don't make those guys very often. And so, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, that there's a lot of fake fucks out here that just want to use you for like a piece of meat. So you got to realize, man, um, Robert Kraft was running a whole run ring. This motherfucker had, was a, it, he's a fucking billionaire, 80 year old pimp who owns an organization. I wouldn't fucking, I don't see this is, I don't want, I don't want to say the wrong shit. I don't, I wouldn't love to see the emails because everybody has skeletons, right? A lot of people don't understand you. Be careful what you ask for. Because a lot of this shit's going to happen and come out and your fucking heroes who you all look up to are going to be these people in this fucking ring. That's why I had a show I, I called Heroes. I think uh, you guys all look, you guys look up to the wrong motherfuckers, man. You look up to the people that you see on uh, that you never meet. You look up to these people that you see on commercials and on fucking videos and IG models. And you look to these motherfuckers when they're the ones snorting crack, beating kids, raping motherfuckers. And you look up to these motherfuckers when in fact you should be looking up to the motherfucker that's telling you the truth and not these bullshit lies. But who am I to tell you? All I know is this shit runs deep. And this ain't just a John Gruden issue. They're gonna, this shit's going to leak out. And if it leaks out, be careful that your heroes are involved in this fucking thing. <sighs> I don't know. You know, it's funny, man. Like I call it Good Old Boy Network because, you know, I've had conversations with people like, hey, dog, you know, man, I've done this, this, and this. And, uh, you know, when I was, when I was 17, man, I robbed the bank. Oh, for real? This is literally conversation. I was 17. I robbed the bank with a couple people, a couple boys of mine, man. Word? Yeah. I went to jail, man. And, and I actually, actually got off, man. I got it exonerated. I was a minor, um, whoop de whoop. Damn. That's dope. That's tight. That's some hard ass gangster shit. The same person I told that to, 15 years later, I went to go get a job from this motherfucker who I knew. I go in there and I put on my application that I don't have any felonies. I never had a conviction. I don't have anything. 
He's like, damn, dog, but you, didn't you rob a bank when you were 17? Yeah, but I was uh, I got it exonerated, dog. It was a mistake. I was a young kid. Whoop-de-whoop. Ah, uh, man, we can't hire you. But it ain't on my record, dog. It ain't even on my shit. I know, man, but, you know, we got to have integrity here and uh, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> How many times has that scenario worked out with you guys in this room? Or in this listening to this fucking thing. That shit happens every day. When you fucking. They needed John Gruden. They gave him a hundred million dollar contract for whatever fucking reason. I have no idea. They needed AB to catch touchdowns. You could beat a woman. You could fucking. Do whatever the fuck he got convicted of. How many things he's got in trouble for. I don't know. I think he has one. Conviction. I don't think he has any. Uh, I think he beat most of the other shit. But again, you can't judge people if they beat their shit, right? You just judge them for what they are. But he's in the good old boy network now. Tom Brady has basically put a blanket over him. And now, hey, dog, you're going to do this right. You want to re- re- resurrect your career? You're in the right fucking system. You're with Tom Brady, a good old boy. So, Like, how many of you cats in this room, I know some of you motherfuckers here have, like, told your boys, man, I I was fucking with this big old fat broad the other day. And same with women. Oh, man, I had to to fuck a fat dude. And uh, and they laugh at you. They laugh with you. Ah, what's up? (laughs) And then you see the video of the shit, and you're like, oh, you fucking fat. Fuck this fat motherfucker, girl. Now they don't fuck with you no more. They look at you sideways. Dog, this is just real shit that you all know is real. Because it's all happened to you motherfuckers and don't lie. So all you guys are sitting out here. And like, damn. That's because fakes flock together. And real recognizes real. You know, the real partner and homie hears that same story that you robbed a bank and then interviewed you 10 years later. And then they're like, hey, we're not going to discuss what we discussed about. Because that's that's real recognizing real. But you only have one of those in your life in, in reality. 99% of human beings have one of those people in their life. Everyone else is a backstabber. I told you, I'm never fucking shocked by getting stabbed in the back. It's always, who, it's always who's holding the knife when you turn around. That's the shocking part, right? You're going to be shocked when you find out who's holding the knife in this fucking NF, in this whole email fucking thing. I'm just going to be honest. You're going to be fucking happy. You're going you're gonna to cry over your heroes who you thought were your heroes. You're going to cry real quick about like, no, not him, not them, not this. <sighs> Yes, Bree, even family will stab you in the motherfucking back in a New York minute. And there's really nothing to say about it. Like, there's nothing to say about it. And uh, it's tough. I got to put everything in in, in perspective, though, with this whole Gruden thing and... uh, how how certain people are castrated over it by certain members of the community and how some people are praised for it 
by certain parts of the community. In reality, though, it's the same fucking thing, but you look at it through a different window. You're all looking at it through a different window, sitting here thinking, if you look to the left, you see a group of people saying, fuck John Gruden. You look to the right, and you see a group of people saying, I love AB. But are we weighing out? You know, they say a sin is a sin. You steal a piece of bubble gum or you fucking commit murder. It's the same sin. That's what they say. I mean, if you're into religion and all this old stuff, that's what they say, right? So it's funny how when you grow up, or how I grew up, and you grow up in the neighborhoods that I grew up in, you see a lot of fake people, and it teaches you how to recognize real people versus fake people. And unfortunately, there's a lot of these, we used to call them CC riders back in the day. Those are, Christ, those are crooked Christians. <laughs> there's crooked Christians walking amongst you every single fucking day, just so we're clear. And understand Catholicism's and the Christianity, just so we're clear with all this shit. Even though I'm not a religious person, I do know that much. So CC, Catholics and Christians all fall under crooked. And I told you the two most fake crooked motherfuckers in the world are priests and politicians. That's just being honest. How many good old boy ass priests have thrown under the fuck? How, how much dirty laundry have they fucking tucked away on how many fucking pedophilia, pedophile coach, uh, kids, how many fucking rape charges and a sodomy fucking charges have they dusted under the rug? But these are the fucking people you believe in every Sunday and you give money to. <laughs> Funny how that window looks clean and this one's dirty. Ah, man, it's funny. <sighs> I don't know, man. You know, certain people can get cleared. Certain people get fucking castrated. Certain people were vindic uh, vindicated. I, I don't know. I just, uh, it's, a, it's a really, really fine line. And uh, you got all these, Robert Kraft's okay, I guess, you know. You know, the biggest shitbird of them all, I think, is the fucking owner of uh, Daniel Snyder. I mean, I bet you he's trying to erase emails like a motherfucker right now. But this is the day and age we're discussing emails now. Like, that's where we are. Because everyone's so nosy and everybody wants to worry about, you know, let's be honest. Did Urban Meyer have a deal with John Gruden? And, hey, dog, if, if any of us get in trouble, one of us takes the sand. We'll take the heat. Nobody knows what Urban Nobody knows or remembers Urban Meyer fingering the booty hole yet the other day. That shit is over with. Gruden took the fucking heat off of Urban Meyer overnight. I ain't heard nobody talk about Urban Meyer. Isn't it funny how that shit works? <laughs> But again, I'm talking about how we're weighing these sins out, okay? Let's put it in perspective with my original point. 
I don't condone racism. Obviously, I'm fucking the most least racist person you ever meet. Number one, everyone, I, you'll never be able to stick a racism thing on me on social media. It's funny when they try it and everybody just comes out and says, shut the fuck up. We already know JB. So that's just never going to stick to me. Sexism. It's never going to stick to me. People know how I am with women, what I feel about them, how I feel about them. I donate to fucking every single woman's cause and thing I can. Um, I just never let my players wear pink for breast cancer awareness. Sorry, women. That's just to me a bigger fake fucking excuse um, to uh, not play football that night instead of focus on looking pretty in pink. That's just the thing we didn't do. But anyway, that had nothing to do with anything else. We still donated. We still did our things during the week. We just didn't wear that shit during the game day because when young kids, you start letting them do things on the outside and then they start to fucking, they start to basically lose their mind and forget they played uh, they have a game to play. But anyway, back to perspective. You got the Gruden thing. You got the top, you got the Bob Kraft thing. You got the AB and the Tyreek Hills and the Kareem Hunts and the Warren Saps and the Ray Rices and the OJ Simpsons and the Ray Lewises and all these motherfuckers. And then all of a sudden people forget about certain people. Oh, man. AB's a hero now. He won a Super Bowl. He caught a touchdown. He caught two touchdowns last week. AB can't do wrong right now. He's underneath a good old boy network, Tom Brady. He basically is working his way inside of the good old boy network, quiet as kept. More so than John Gruden is. But the perspective here is this. Do rappers not sit up here and rap about bitches, hoes, and tricks, money, guns, and weed, rape, sodomy, and fucking disrespect more than any other humans in the world, and we're cool with it? How many fucking rappers out there have done the most criminal shit Motherfucking, what's his name? Smoked the dude at Walmart in North Carolina and is and is still cool. Now he's canceled by little Nas X's crew, but at the same time, making sure we're clear here, we got rappers who stay employed because of their space and the genre and the space within they work, the workforce they're in. But you're not canceling them. You're not canceling these rock fucking, these white rocker fucks who basically have raped, fucking snorted coke off every fucking broad's ass in America. And nobody's canceling their motherfucking ass. They continue to make a living. But it's always the dude that's out coaching, teaching, helping somebody do something. And he gets caught doing, making a human mistake. Now, I'm not defending Gruden at all. I don't know the situation. All I'm saying is, <laughs> like, how are we not seeing the big picture here and calling a square a square and a circle a circle? You can't sit up here and attack one group and give another the pass for basically doing equal sins, committing equal sins. They're all the sins, right? That's what y'all say. So the NFL is basically telling us 
without telling us that you could hit a woman, beat a woman, rape a motherfucker, try to kill one. Remember the white dude for the Seahawks last year who tried to kill his black female? A girlfriend? Nobody even talks about that motherfucker. Nobody even talks about him no more. It's funny how nobody brings up the rap game or the motherfuckers that are still making him money. Balco, all them motherfuckers made millions. From A-Rod to fucking uh, every single cat on that fucking crew. And look at the money they're making off of that whole Balco thing. Nobody's talking about them. Look at all these politicians that make millions on all these illegal ass votes that they go out and do put together all these fake fucking fundraisers that do nothing but rake in money for them. Then go buy a house. <laughs> oh man. I this show's just about being real. I'm sorry. I got a I got a video, man, that I posted on Twitter earlier that the defensive coordinator, a guy named Kerry Coombs for Ohio State University, he was demoted, all right? I'm going to make sure everybody's clear out there that knows this. He's a one of the coordinators at a big-time Power 5 program why I, why, where I share the sentiment of the, the transfer portal crippling football at the college level, and I believe it's just making it worse in the NFL. But that's a whole other discussion. But he makes $1.4 million for Ohio State University. Okay, just so we're clear. He was demoted as the D coordinator. He's still on the staff. I'm sure he's still making the money. He's been around for a long time. Cincinnati, he's coached all over the place. Kerr Perk Street, obviously, is an Ohio State, pro-Ohio State, who I think is a fucking clown. He came out and basically defends this as one of the greatest speeches he's ever heard. And I see this speech because I had to look at it like, let me see what everyone's talking about here. Why is all these people talking about how great of a speech this is? I'm seeing high school coaches talk about it on Twitter. I'm seeing all these other guys saying this is leadership at its finest and all that shit. So I listened to it. And I'm going to share it, okay? I got to share this motherfucker with you guys on YouTube and, and everyone else so you guys can hear me. I'm going to share the video, okay? Here you picking go. Picking up your ball and going home, kicking the can down the road, quitting, packing your, packing your stuff up, being a miserable human being. If I had done those things, that would make me a liar to every one of those young men that I've coached along the way that had tough times, that got replaced on a given Saturday or a Friday night or a Sunday afternoon. And... Uh, had to have the conversation with make sure everybody's watching his eyes please on youtube watch his eyes everybody listening to audio you ain't gonna be able to see his eyes but i need you to go watch carrie coombs interview and watch how disgenuine his eyes are eyes tell a motherfucker everything see i look through a motherfucker's eyes and tell you if you're real or not real fucking quick if you can't stand up there and talk to people off the dome off the rip, off the top of your tongue, and spit out some real shit without reading cue cards or a prompt or some type of fucking device. 
then you ain't shit. You're as fake as the motherfuckers who hired you. By, uh, you're as fake as these presidents who contain, who have PhDs that hire search committees to hire these guys who are just recycled, who have no interest in this kid. Now, I've heard this guy's a great coach, and, and a couple buddies of mine said that he's a good dude. That might very well be. My point of this was not to attack his character. Again, I don't know Coach Coombs. What I am telling you is this is not a great leadership speech. It's a fake one, and it is disgenuous, and it's a fucking horrible message, in my opinion, because I'm a real one. I don't want to fucking hear fake shit and have to look at this dude look down the whole fucking time. Just keep listening to the message, and I want but you on YouTube hey, to watch his eyes. It's going to be okay. Whether they agreed with the decision or not didn't matter. You have to battle and fight through. Those, those players and young men that <laughs> struggle with the public criticism and the things that are out there in the world today if you if you want to look them in the eye and tell them hey you you need to hang in there you need to only don't don't accept criticism from somebody you wouldn't accept advice from if you're not willing to stand up and do the same thing then you're a liar to all those people a long life journey and so uh, i'm blessed to work here and the other the last piece is this we talk about the brotherhood around here an awful lot we talk about it awful lot and if you believe it and you live it then when things get tough, it's easy to be a brother when it's 66 to 17 on a Saturday afternoon. It's hard to be a brother when you face adversity. It's hard. And so if, if, you, if you're here for the other men on this team, the other coaches and the other players on this team, if that's truly what you believe, then you're here with them come, come uh, heck or high water. You're here fighting and struggling and scrapping. Heck or high water. And, uh, I love those kids. I love those kids in that locker room. I love those kids on this team. I love the men I work with. Anyway, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. All I know is <sighs> he's not spitting facts, Mids Plug. He's spitting what he wrote down. <laughs> Anyone can write down things that you're going to think are facts. He's reading shit off of a script. He can't even address the media without telling everybody how fake the motherfucker is. This is the thing. It's not a message for leadership. It is a message that he got demoted. He makes $1.4 million. He had to come out as a PR stunt. When else has the D.C. for Ohio State got on the podium and discussed anything to the media? When else has it happened, mid-plugs? When has this motherfucker ever talked to the media before this time right here? I'm waiting to hear. Because they made him go up there and fucking tell everyone this is the deal because I got demoted and now I have make 1.4 million dollars so the fucking boosters don't rip my ass as the head coach for having a guy that makes 1.4 million dollars who ain't even a coordinator he has to go get a job next year if you listen to the rest of the fucking story you hear him say I'm I'm here for this season I, he kept using this season because he knows he's out of there. He knows he's gone. But come on, man. That is not a great leadership speech. The speech shouldn't even have been on fucking 
the motherfucker should have just said, all right, you know what? I got demoted, man. I'm humble now. This is the business that I'm in. I understand protocol. Now I need to suck it up and coach a position, make my money, coach these kids hard, get them to buy into Coach Day's system and the philosophy of Ohio State football, and let's go out and win the rest of these games because I know I'm not going to fucking be here after the season anyway. That would have been a realer fucking statement and a, of leadership. It's funny how these guys, Kurt Perkstreet, all these different people are so, you guys are so influential, man. Motherfuckers can sell you any fucking thing. I'm, I, I wish I could talk to some of you guys. I wish Midplugs bought a car from my motherfucking ass. He'd be an easy salesman, a sales pitch. I could sell fucking cars to you motherfuckers all day long. Straight lemons. And you motherfuckers will buy them motherfuckers. I could spin it some way and tell you that Urban Meyer didn't finger the booty and that the girl wasn't tweeting, look what Urban's doing to me, and I didn't fly back to Jacksonville with my team. I could spin it on some of you motherfuckers and you would believe it and accept my apology tomorrow and not even think twice about it. You wouldn't even question his integrity. Oh, man, he made a mistake. Fuck, why are you so worried about him, dog? Let's move on. It's hey man, it's for some you can do it for, others you can't. Others you won't. Some of you motherfuckers won't really address the truth and the elephants in the room. You motherfuckers don't want to hear the truth. You want to go around and about ways of going around that shit. Dog, life life is squares and circles. I'm just gonna be straight real. Life is squares and fucking circles. It's not kidney shaped. It's not a maze. It's not a fucking T or a cross. It is squares and circles. And you guys avoid to tell these young people that life is squares and circles. What do you mean, coach? Well, a square is a square and a circle is a circle. It, there's no deviating a square. You, know, you can make a rectangle or you can make a fucking oval shape or you can do this. No, you can't because, see, kidney-shaped stuff, you can kind of wiggle your way through it like a snake. And you know snakes flock together. And they slither together. And when it's a square, there is no hiding. You have to complete it. You have to make right turns. You have to fucking be seen. You're out there butt naked holding your nuts in front of the world to see. Circle the same way. You're either on the top of the motherfucker or you're on the bottom of the motherfucker or you're in the middle of it. Again, visible by everybody to see. People want to live in a maze and they want to live in the T's and S's and all these different words you want to live in, play the alphabet because you motherfuckers want to hide and use not only use the words that are shaped that way, you want to hide within the framework of those fucking word shapes. Because you can hide in an S. You can hide in a T. There's little slivers in fucking in, in, in a Z. Nobody understands that a square and a circle, it is cut and dried. It is what it is. You ain't going to fucking hide from it. You ain't going to fucking see nothing else. You got to call it what it is. And you motherfuckers are scared now to tell your kids that this is what life is. Motherfuckers won't tell them that truth. 
And then you see why these kids are out shooting up schools and doing this shit that you see every day. And uh, I, hey, man. See, the thing is, you forget about certain things. Look at the, yeah, we got the, the Snoop, Eminem. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Eminem's lyrics. You got Snoop who's been accused and fucking been in jail for what? How many things? Does he have, what, does he, what did he do? I don't know. But anyway, they're going to perform at the Super Bowl in the NFL arena that fired Gruden. Nobody's tripping on them. Like, I love rap game. I listen to it. Like, as I grew up in it, I'm an 80s baby. I'm an NWA guy. I grew up in the in that shit, right? All I'm asking is that you either don't judge us for anything or you judge us for what it is. Keep it the same. Don't keep fucking switching it up. Don't keep changing it up because one person did this. It's all the same at the end of the day. Racism has become, it's the same as it's been, just so everyone's clear. It's just now coming out more because you have smartphones and social media. And motherfuckers are becoming a little more comfortable with it. You motherfuckers think that this shit is like, I don't know. I'm very curious on who has the other emails and when they come out and what you get out of it. Because some of your heroes are going to be fucking... In those emails, I'm just just telling you, a lot of your fucking heroes are going to be in these emails that pop up, and you guys are going to be fucking, you guys are going to be like, damn, I don't know. I got to address this, though. Like, in the NFL, Tuesdays are mostly off days for the NFL players, okay? So yesterday was Tuesday, because today's Wednesday, right? It's hard hat Wednesday, it's work boot Wednesday, hump day, right? Carl Nazip, who's the openly only openly gay player who happened to play on the Raiders team, took a personal day today, from what I hear. That's the term they use, too. He took a personal day. There's no fucking personal days in the NFL. Like, I can't even go into how soft we fucking are, man. Carl Nazip, all right? There's a picture out there with Gruden hugging him during the stretch line before a game, and everyone's like, oh, I wish that picture right there is going to be worth a thousand words. Look, I don't know about Gruden and what he said and how he felt about the gay population or black people or Hispanics or is he racist. I don't know. All I know is I don't give a fuck if you're red, blue, purple, straight or gay. You have a job to do. And if you don't show up to do it, like Kyrie Irving's, Carl Nazips, all these different motherfuckers, you are slapping the blue collar worker in America in his fucking or her fucking face. We don't give a fuck about your million dollar asses when we pay your salaries, the taxpayers, and go to your stadiums and support you and buy your jerseys and 
fucking help your social media causes and your fucking, uh, you know, your, your fucking a million write-offs that you have that you do all these donations and all these walk-a-thons, run-a-thons, fucking this-a-thon, that-a-thon. It's all a fuck-a-thon, in my opinion, because all you motherfuckers have every excuse in the world on why to miss work. Pull up your big boy pants, motherfucker. Your coach got fired for being a fuckstick, and it's time to go to work for the next motherfucker. You are a grown man in a professional business. You make a lot of money. Show your fucking ass up. So now you take two days off? Yesterday you were off, dog. Now you got to take today off, too, because you're in your feelings? Oh. My head coach I've been playing for that I've had so much trust in, he don't like gay people. It's on an email. I, I'm going to take a personal day. Motherfucker, please. I wish I could take a fucking personal day because a motherfucker called me out on Twitter and told me that I'm the worst fucking human in the world. I wish I could just say, fuck it, man. I can't even live with myself no more. I got to stop the day today and just go fucking out. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, I'm so glad the Nets told you to get kick fucking rocks, motherfucker. You are the biggest bitch I know. I don't want the vaccine. I don't want to do it. But if I played on a team with the other brothers of mine, I'm going to do it for them. Period. I don't want to do it because motherfuckers are telling me to do it. That's the number one reason. I'm not scared of it. Uh, I've actually had it. I've already taken the motherfucker. I had to um, for an event because, listen, they wouldn't pay me to show up if I didn't have it. FYI, just leaked that out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If that's what it's going to take. Because the area that I went to was a fucking mandated area. Even though people don't realize mandates and legalize is different. They're, so, they're totally different, just so we're clear. But anyway, I know you guys heard Pat McAfee today possibly you know, break a little news uh, that Spencer Rattler hit the transfer portal. Uh, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Got a few buddies. Close to the situation. That's all I'll tell you. I hear he did. But I posted that shit last week when he got pulled. And the transfer portal is the mental health crutch to the mental weak person. The, the transfer portal is the escape from reality that I can't. I won't. That's the problem nowadays. Motherfuckers get told they can't do something and then they won't. And this is a dude that was supposedly supposed to be this top pick. That's how I know. That's why you know I don't ever listen to fucking Todd McShay and fucking all these fucking... NFL draft analytic guys and all these people. And, uh, you know, you've had all these people for so many years talk about it. They're never really right, just so we're clear. But it's not hard to get the first fucking pick right, right? 
he's not only going to be a not only going to not be a draft pick. He's going to fucking be at Coastal Carolina. Well, now nah, coach won't take that motherfucker to Coastal Carolina. That's the difference. See, he's damaged goods in my opinion, and. He was told he can't, so he thinks he won't. I won't do it. I'm out of here. Can't, I won't. I can't, I won't. I can't, I won't. That's strictly what these kids live by now. I can't, I won't. (laughs) They have no nuts and guts. They have no fucking gall. They have no balls. They got no fucking fortitude. They have no type of understanding of... When they face adversity, how to attack it instead of how to get fucked by it. And yet, you hear all these young punk motherfuckers talk about how grown they are. I'm grown as man, dog. Motherfucker, you just got fucked in the ass, motherfucker. You ain't no grown ass man. You're a bitch boy. But motherfucking coaches and people won't tell these motherfuckers the truth. But you know what? It's funny. When I tell my kids the truth, you know what they actually do? If they figure it out and understand that I'm really doing it to fucking break them, to get them to understand that there is a way to beat it. You know the ones that stick it out actually make it to the NFL and make it and go get the college degrees? You know, I've had kids I've actually cussed out like no other come back and tell me, Coach, I'm so appreciative of you fucking breaking my fucking bullshit habits four and five years later. Because, see, you motherfucking high school coaches that are allowing these kids to transfer and all you college coaches that are taking these kids from the portal are just enabling them even further. You should have recruited the motherfucker from the get-go. Now you're taking sloppy seconds from other motherfucking places. I would not take Spencer Rattler at the next school. Coaches, get with me. Listen to the podcast. Let's break the mold and barrier now. Do not take these motherfuckers. Guess you, I bet you that'll stop the portal. I bet you motherfuckers will have to go back to JUCO, which is the original transfer portal that is now being fucked because everybody's sitting in the transfer portal at the four-year level. And when the JUCO, the the transfer portal is supposed to be a natural selective course, meaning you have junior college where you can go down, get some nuts and guts, and go back to the four year. Well, that's being mistaken over by the transfer portal. Now you leave Alabama, you enter a transfer portal, and you wait to get picked up by another four year school instead of having to go JUCO and get some tough skin and learn how some fucking, you might learn some humility. You now get, you surpass that whole process. And now you go right back and continue to do the same shit over and over and expect a different result. And guess what happens? You transfer three fucking times. Tate Martell, three fucking times. He should have went fucking Juco. And I guarantee you Tate Martell wouldn't be at four fucking colleges. But you motherfuckers continue to allow these motherfuckers to have the easy way out without teaching them shit. 
You ain't teaching these motherfuckers shit, homeboy. You're teaching these motherfuckers how to continue to be soft and shitty and bitch-fied, bitch-made. And you motherfuckers are, un- you, you don't understand. Until you understand, teach them discipline that they actually need it to survive in the real world when a white cop tells them motherfucker calls them an n-word or tells them calls them out their name and maybe just maybe they'll understand you know what it ain't worth it i understand i already know this i've been trained this way already i've already learned the real from coach jb or whoever the fuck may be telling me the truth I won't get smoked by that motherfucking shitty ass cop that he's not doing his job the proper way. I won't get into a fight at fucking Ram Stadium because I understand now that shit's going to happen, that there's actually a hierarchy. Maybe you won't fucking disrespect the motherfucking cop if that's what you're doing. Maybe you won't disrespect the regular instructor or the teacher or the coach or your mom or dad. Maybe you'll understand there's some humility to be had and that you don't know every motherfucking thing. It's funny, man. I had to tell my daughter, I'm like, really, you're the smartest motherfucker I know. But you know what? It's crazy how much experience outweighs your smartness. You haven't been on this motherfucking earth long enough, young lady, to tell me this, this, and this. (laughs) There is a such thing as an experience-based life we live and a motherfucking one you learn in a fucking shitty-ass classroom who's just trying to take your money. There is a huge difference, just so we're clear. Life is hands-on experience-based. I don't know of any job that the degree or the diploma helps you in. I don't know any of them. Unless you're a doctor... Or some type of fucking surgeon. And even then I will argue. You you probably had to cut open a quite a few cadavers. Before you can just fucking cut open a motherfucker and save his life. You didn't just jump right in the motherfucker. Because you read the demographic. You do, you read the fucking article in the book. In, uh, in, in fucking uh, medicine, medicine school. And said alright. Medical school and said oh fuck. I know how to do this shit. Let's go. Let me open this motherfucker right up. (laughs) It's hands-on, man. That's the life we live. Hands-on shit is required to be successful in this world. Not a fucking waste of money diploma that you'll never use. Not a fucking job at fucking Amazon where you're sitting there boxing up someone else's fucking toys. You ain't learning shit. Do what you want to do, not what you have to do. That's when you'll be happy in life. Period. When you make money doing what you want to do and not what you have to do, you have made it in life. I don't care if you make a million dollars or $500. If you're doing what you want to do and you're making an income, you have beat life. You won. Because not too many of us can do it. The percentage of us that do what we want to do compared to the percentage of us who do what we have to do is 90-10. And I would argue 5% of the 10% were given some type of out. 
They were inherited this. They inherited that. They fucking got this. They got that. And then the other 5% cut their nails, callous up their fucking hands, and they earn some shit. And at the end of the day, blood, sweat, and tears were met, and it makes you feel like a fucking accomplished soul. You accomplished some shit in life. Trade schools should be offered a lot more than the normal associate degree path or bachelor degree path or fuck. It should be trade school. There's not enough welders, not enough fucking uh, hands-on craftsmanship people out there learning how to fucking cut wood, metal, shape glass, do things that are tangible, we don't teach enough. And then we teach them the wrong shit in school any fucking way. We're teaching them all the wrong shit anyway. Shit. Blacks and Hispanics are getting taught the wrong history in this motherfucker, and then we got motherfucking white people that are out there teaching the shit. And no better. <laughs> they just want to check. Again, meat market Meat, pieces of meat in a meat market. I don't give a fuck if you're in a classroom or if you're on a football field. You're a piece of meat in a meat market. NFL, the John Gruden's of the world, the Tom Bob Crafts of the world, all these motherfuckers. You know, I tell people all the time, and I'll leave it at this. You always eat what you dish out. You're always going to end up eating what you dish. Just telling you. You always end up ser- uh, eating what you serve at the end of the day. These motherfuckers been serving racism, sexism, fucking uh, every single thing you've been, you've been hearing about. This has been happening for fucking ever. It'll eventually come back around and you will have to eat what you served. Let the natural course of selection occur. Let that shit happen. Karma's a real fucking thing. Good shit happens to good people. I just think that's the way of the world. That's really how shit works out. Hey, treat one the same as all, man. All I know, because we're not doing it, and you got double standard hypocrisy at its finest going around here. And it's unbelievable. And you don't tell me it has to do with the other. It has one thing has to do with the other. You're full of shit. It's why Spencer Rattler's transferring. It's why the coach allows the transfer portal to occur. The NCAA is allowing it to happen because we are creating these fucking hard heads that have made for soft asses. (laughs) We made these soft ass kids. It wasn't their fault. It's our fault. Kids are the same as they were when I was a kid. Just watch a kid grow up from a little kid on. They're smarter than we ever were. They're more witty than we ever were. They're much more fucking charismatic than we ever were. And then they hit an age where they see the parent, the mentor, the kid accept them when they fucked up. And you tell them it's okay. When the dog pissed on the rug and you didn't rub his nose in it, the motherfucker pissed on the rug again tomorrow. The kid is at a certain age where you need to fucking discipline him and teach him there's a fucking recourse for your action. There's a consequence for your action. 
You guys forgot to do that. And it's a huge fucking missing link in the society today. You guys have allowed it. You haven't coached it. And that is period in life. I don't give a fuck if you're coach, a teacher, or a life skill teacher person. If you don't coach it, you allow it. There is no gray area. The winner fucks the prom queen. The loser jacks off. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. 